Now, um, so taking the analysis forward really requires us to, if you like, develop a, a policy vision. Um, we, we, we need to be clear as to you know, what we want to achieve in terms of outcomes and what, what, it, what it's going to look like. And so to start to formulate some policies, um, not just written policies, but spatially to convey um, you know, how, how we want um, the development to, to be manifest. So setting out the key principles, uh, the vision, not just what is proposed in a descriptive sense, but really, you know, again, linking that back to the rationale and saying why it's important um, and how in terms of uh, delivery, uh, putting forward our out, outline, outline thoughts. So what we're encouraging here is, if you like, a kind of a clear chain of logic to be established, to have a clear vision. The vision uh, leads on to a clear set of principles and objectives and those are, uh, are then implemented via a series of criteria-based policies. Um, or performance-based policies. So as we discussed last time, you know, um, we might want to achieve um, privacy within the site, but it may be damaging to be overly prescriptive in terms of how, how privacy um, is to be achieved in terms of you know, overly rigid back-to-back -back distances, for instance. We might want to craft our um, policies a little bit more intelligently. So there's a very clear logic there and it, and it all links back to our analysis and, and, the, and the key issues that we draw out of that. So what we're going to be moving on to here is um, looking again at the design concept um, plan and, and moving that on to a much more sort of measured and, and realistic plan, um, taking forward the, the work that, um, that you, you, you undertook a month ago and that Paul summarised. But before we do, uh, because it's so, uh, it's so important to capture the principles and maybe just reflecting back on Allerton Bywater and what worked and what didn't work, what we'd like you to do is just spend 10 minutes, very quick exercise, just trying to distill out um, and really summarise the, the key principles that you want to achieve in, uh, with the scheme here. Now, we put up here again the by design um, principles um, and because... Uh, they came out in the discussions that we raised in relation to what was cool and what was uncool. I put in the stewardship there as well um, in terms of management, maintenance, how the place is looked after and how it's, um, the standards are sustained. And also, you know, um, one needs to think about you know, sustainability um, as, as a, as a cross-cutting theme uh, that relates to all these things. But, but, but perhaps, you know, in particular um, the adaptability of a scheme in relation to climate change and the fact that we've got um, the river here within the floodplain, we need to think about that in, in very specific terms. So just within, within each group, if you could just spend 10 minutes, don't be too straight-jacketed by this. We're not saying, you know, for each one of these by design principles, there has to be a corresponding principle relating to the site. You may decide that some of these things aren't that important or you may choose them to, to express them in a different way and that's absolutely fine. And there may be other things that you consider to be extremely important that aren't covered here at all. So 
you know, by all means tailor the principles to the particular site and the key issues as you see them. But what we'll be doing later on um, is just linking back to the key principles and, use, and, and uh, using it as a point of reference for explaining the rationale for your particular scheme. So, you know, we chose to put, uh, we chose to organise our block structure in this way because it was a key principle for us to maximise views out over the river and out over the countryside beyond, for instance. And that was, we agreed within our team that that was a key principle.